The show is here. Yo, our mission is clear. It's time to change healthcare. Have no fear. Today is the day. This is the hour. Together, you know we've got the power. Drop the silos. We're all the same team. Patients, docs, nurses, tech, and marketing. How can anyone be satisfied with the way things have always been? Yeah, we've tried. So join us now. Join the revolution. Digital health is the evolution. Status quo, more like status, no. Yeah, this is the healthcare rap. Y'all come on, let's go. Welcome to the healthcare rap, where we are ushering in the future of healthcare and the status quo no longer exists where we are challenging assumptions about marketing and technology, and we check yesterday's thinking at the door. Where truth drops like an atom bomb, and knowledge flows like Niagara Falls. Each week we challenge assumptions that have been holding back healthcare marketing, and explain how we can do better. Join us. This is the Healthcare Wrap. Hey, all you out there in the Healthcare Wrap posse, thanks for hanging with us again. I'm your host, Jared Johnson, and this is Season 2 of the Healthcare Wrap. Don't forget all the ways you can join the posse you can subscribe leave a review and tell your friends you can find our full archive of episodes at healthcarewrap.com and hit us up on twitter at healthcarewrap and finally a special thank you to express docs Altera digital and the podcast.healthcare network for helping us spread the awesome you guys you know how this works don't you we spread the awesome every week on this program and speaking of awesome Today's guest is Aaron Clifford, who's the Senior Vice President of Marketing for Binary Fountain. He also hosts That's What They Said, which is a pretty cool podcast on the Touchpoint Network. It's brought to you by Binary Fountain. So Aaron, welcome aboard. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks, Jared. I'm excited to be on the podcast and to jump into all the interesting things we're going to talk about. There, there really are. There's a lot of interesting things. It's field. We were just mentioning you and I have, we were digressing a little bit, I think, before we actually hit the record button here, just about how quickly things evolve in this field. And that's one reason that we have this program is just to help people kind of get their, get their bearings a little bit. Every now and then we, we take a look up when we come up for air and we think, man, like everything's changed again. So that's certainly the case with all things digital. So why don't we start with, with, who you are, what you're all about, and how you got where you are. Sure. Well, thank you. And thanks again for having me on. So currently, like you said, leading uh, marketing for Binary Fountain. Before Binary Fountain, I uh, had the opportunity to work for HCA Healthcare out of Nashville. It's where I currently live, but I've been here forever. Originally from Southern California, but I've been in Nashville long enough to where I feel like I'm a native. I have not adopted, though, being a fan of UT, but I am a Titan fan. Anyway, I completely digress. Back to HCA Healthcare. <laughs> I was leading the digital marketing solutions for HCA, had responsibility for all 900 websites, um, had responsibility for the digital marketing solutions. I had the opportunity to build the reputation management and listings management services department from scratch and um, just had reached a personal goal, my wife and I. And we reached a goal and we wanted to make a little bit of change. So... I had been working with Binary Fountain, HCA, and really liked their technology and liked everybody that I was working with. And we kind of did the dance for a little bit, whether or not I joined there or not, but ultimately joined two and a half years ago and it's been a great ride so far. So that's kind of what's brought me to this point. And then I, I met you at Shishmet, I believe, a few, but we've been circling around each other. We, we know the same people. We've been in the same circles. 
So it was good to finally meet Shishmid. Oh yeah, likewise. And speaking of Nashville, which is, that's where Shishmid was this year. You mentioned uh, you guys are suffering quite a bit of a cold spell right now, aren't you? Oh my goodness. It's like 21, 22 degrees today. And it was like 63 yesterday. So the polar blast is in full effect, full effect. And I hate the cold. So I should join you in Phoenix and warm up a little bit. Do some of my Southwest points. <laughs> you know, we've got about four to five, maybe six months of, of solid, pleasant, delightful weather on the schedule here in Phoenix. So uh, you are welcome anytime. We, we can definitely hook you up there, especially if, uh, if you're into the whole uh, golf scene, uh, golf, hiking. Uh, okay, I digress now. All right, here, we'll, uh, yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 we're going to talk some, some really cool stuff about reputation marketing, uh, really what the state of the state is these days, and some new research that you and folks you know and have been involved with have just recently come out with, and I think there's a lot of interesting little data points in there. So that's going to be the subject of our rap battle. Rap Battle! Rap Battle is where we challenge the status quo of marketing and technology. So really how healthcare has dealt with digital and try to make this transformation to digital. It usually has to do with marketing and with tech, with IT, and that's where we talk about. That's kind of the intersection of all the pieces that, that we have to deal with here in the Rap Battle. And of course, things have evolved. And so one of the ways that 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 things have evolved is with how we manage our reputation. So Aaron, there was a white paper, I believe that you just put out and a, a, some research findings that you guys just discovered. So uh, let's start there. Tell us about what that's all about and, and maybe a, a, well, the top thing you learned. So this was our third year of performing uh, a healthcare consumer insight and digital engagement survey. We kind of started there and then you know, sort of get our, our findings and obviously have a number of conversations with our clients and see if it's matching with what they're seeing in their marketplace. So we start with the survey. We use one poll as our survey partner and they go out and find a thousand people in their all their constituents and everybody that they have. And they ask people who have seen and interacted with a health system or a physician in the last year. And they ask them a number of questions with regards to the digital journey, digital engagement. And uh, there's some really key insights that we uh, have garnered from this survey. And the great thing about it now is having it now three years, we're able to trend and just see where things are going. So you know, it, some things did not change. And like, yep, we knew that in 2017. Yep, people look online for doctors. Okay, cool. Good insight, right? <laughs> well, of course, people look for, you know, everything online. So not a big surprise there. But we wanted to see, you know, just in terms of, well, what is the percent change that we've seen since even 2017? And I think that this is even sort of has a an outcome of, folks with higher deductibles in their insurance insurance plans changing people being more strategic about finding the right care for themselves for their children their parents sandwich generation since 2017 we saw a 621 percent increase in consumers use of social media to find physicians so massive people relying on their networks and trusting what others are saying, not only on directory and review sites, but also within their own network of whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, just who are they trusting and who are they reaching out for? And how does now that 
social media and just all these platforms are a part of our day-to-day life and seeing a massive increase in the last few years just in that. And then 756% growth in those who use voice search capabilities to find physicians. So this was interesting. And, you know, the 756%, it's dramatic because basically it was like less than 5% in 2017 had used and I think with the proliferation of Alexa, Google Home, and then of course Siri, just in folks asking and those becoming more reliable and maybe even listings and data becoming more reliable of folks saying, you know, find me a physician in Nashville, you know, near whatever address or, you know, the physicians near me and just looking at how we can, you know, find physicians and that whole journey, really interesting there. So now this past year is up to, you know, 30 about 35% of folks responded to said that they had used voice-activated search to find a physician. So all of those things, just really interesting to see how things have shifted and changed and continue to grow in terms of how users are and patients and consumers are finding the care that they need. I see, yeah, a lot of interesting data points there. If you think about you know, the role of a healthcare marketing team, how can they use this data to impact, like the, say their strategy for this coming year with digital? Like how, how can they use this to kind of inform what they're doing day to day? Well, so one of the recommendations and it, you know, there was a lot of talk at last week's uh, healthcare internet conference, HCIC in Orlando, around trust and trust being sort of the lifeblood of every really every relationship, but definitely in healthcare, folks are wanting a system, hospital and physician that they can trust. And part of that trust begins online when they see other folks with experience and other individuals who share about a physician or their particular experience that happened in ER or urgent care. So my recommendation is using, understanding, you know, how the the consumers in your particular area, how and what platforms are they using to find physicians and making sure that your brand is well represented, that your physicians are well represented there. So whether that's the correct listing and address and having enough photos on your Google My Business page to represent your clinic well or your hospital well, do that and make sure that it is just absolutely accurate and it's accurate in all the different directory locations, Um, making sure that, you know, in some markets, there are some platforms that do better than others. When I say do better, there's more traffic to those profiles than others. For instance, I'd say in the the Florida market, there are some markets in Florida and even in Texas where there's a little bit more information on Yelp, for example, than there are in other locations. Yelp, about five percent of all of the data on Yelp is healthcare related data, but in some markets that seems to be higher. So in those markets, how do you appear there? Are how are your reviews there? Are you aware? Are there pictures representing your brand? In most places, Google is typically the one that has uh, that consumers use to find a physician. So uh, make sure your Google My Business page is up to date. I say sometimes going to a third party you know, Google, Facebook, HealthGrades, Idols, WebMD. But then you, there are some health systems that need to pay a lot of attention to their own website and making sure that that data is robust and really accurate and is representing the brand well. Your physician's data 
you know, if you go to one of your physician profiles, are you satisfied with how that physician is being uh, represented to individuals who are potentially finding them and um, taking a lot of effort and in, in time investing in a rigorous profiles for your own website, I think is uh, vital as well. So those are a few things that I mentioned. I kind of strung it all out there. Do everything, not really, but you know, make sure that you are well represented knowing that consumers are going to these sites and making decisions based on feedback uh, there. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. If customers retain 95% of a message when they see it on video, but only 10% of a message when they read it, why are you still using print-only brochures to get your marketing across? Express Docs is here to bring you into the future. Introducing Print Plus Video, their newest technology that pairs the effectiveness of video marketing with the portable convenience of print marketing. Print Plus Video is a customizable brochure that's equipped with an LCD screen to clearly display your message to your audience in a way that resonates with them. Whether you're fundraising, recruiting, or any project in between, Print Plus Video helps you create an engaging experience that captivates your audience and increases conversion. For more information on Express Docs Print Plus Video, contact an Express Docs rep at 866-977-3627. That's 866-977-3627. Or visit expressdocs.com slash thehealthcarewrap. That's Express, beginning with an X. I think when we look back at how this is how this whole field has has evolved and really just kind of grown, if nothing else, the entire field of reputation management. When we we look at how that has changed, I, it does seem like, and you can confirm this or, or totally shoot me down on this. It, it does seem like there's in general more buy-in from clinicians that they understand the importance of it because those profiles are out there now. And where it seemed a few years ago, we were even having to convince clinicians that they even needed to look at their profiles and claim them. And it seems like we're past that point for the most part, that this is kind of like that, that next phase of reputation management, that it's kind of all this going back and forth of how to, how to respond still, of, but, but how to convince a consumer what information is important when they come to a profile or when they are searching for something. Like you said, whether it's from voice or whether it's just from a, from a Google search, however they look for it, that we make those things easy to find. And I think they're just, it seems like there are best practices that have been established over the last couple of years as this field has evolved. I'm curious if, if there's any trend or anything that, that you get asked more frequently from your clients that, that people are still kind of getting stuck on. No, that's a good question, and you make a good point. I do think that clinicians have, been, have become more comfortable with knowing that they are being reviewed. There are comments, good and bad, out there about them online. Uh, one thing, though, there are some, depending on the clinician and the physician and their capacity, some are at 110 capacity, and their business and their particular practice can't grow anymore because it's reached there. And those tend to be sometimes less concerned about online reviews as they they think that, well, it's just a... That's whatever. I've got my patients and I'm booked for the next six months. And that would make sense, right? That's just logical. Well, obviously, they're not going to be as concerned as somebody who's just trying to build their practice in whether or not, you know, reviews are impacting them. Um, but for those, I often encourage people to, well, it is true. But do you want your current customers and your current patients to feel good about your practice? Because they're probably still inputting in, whether it's Google Maps, or in ways they're finding a number, they're still Googling you 
And they don't, their confidence, you want their confidence to be high in you. Even if their past experience with you has been positive, you still want it. You know, you don't want them to read something where it undermines the trust because it is all about trust. So I still encourage those with a high capacity and that, you know, they don't need the new business, still manage it and make sure that you're being represented well online. You know, in terms of best practices, we are encouraging our customers and, and others to make sure that you give your customers and your patients an opportunity to share their experience with you. And this can be done in a number of ways, whether it's texting them, share your experience, you know, online or emailing them. It is important to get the word out because our, you know, for the most part, these businesses are doing, these clinics and hospitals are doing awesome work in the community. And the folks are happy with them. There's, there are so many positive reviews and such good work that these hospitals and clinicians are doing they just need to get the word out. So simply asking your patients and or caregivers, you know, share your experience with us. I encourage you, do not gate. And when I say gate reviews, do not, you know, give somebody an option to score you one to 10 and only send those that had a positive response to the review site. That's a no-no. And we, I don't support that. Just have everybody share their experience. You know, the health systems are getting really good valuable information from the uh, CAP surveys and HCAP surveys, CGCAPs. They're getting great information on patient experience. But there are other things that you that are important to share in the patient's own words that are important that they are on those third-party sites and even on your first-party sites. If you have an opportunity to share some of the unstructured comments that get left in the CAP surveys, really powerful. Something else that I encourage people recently to do is, you know, the physicians sometimes are inundated with negative, 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 negative. And like I said earlier, most of the reviews are positive on the physicians. And so I encourage those that are working in marketing to share the really positive reviews with your physicians and the providers that you work with. There are such positive, awesome things and you know, sort of the whole what's rewarded is repeated concept. It's gone a long way with some of our customers and them sharing the positive results just in terms of their CAP survey scores going up and uh, also positive reviews being left. So, you know, I encourage you to share that, share the good news, all the good things that your clinician staff, your providers, your nursing staff, what they're doing, what the front office, whenever there's something good to share, share it. It makes a big impact. So you crank out content, but it's getting stale. It might be nutritious, but it tastes like kale. You're down with finding a way to up your marketing game. Yeah, but when you look for help, everyone seems lame. We're Altera Digital. Google us and see. We're spelled like ultra with an extra E. We'll help you market forward. Google us and look. We're Altera Digital. It's off the hook. Hey guys, this is Jared. Ulterra Digital is just another name for our consulting team that helps you when your content, your strategy, or your brand is getting stale. You know, like that chocolate glazed donut that was a little piece of heaven in the morning, but when you left it on your desk until 4.13 in the afternoon and you went to finish it off, by then, mm, not so heavenly, was it? By now you know our philosophy that content is the future, but only when it engages audiences and it isn't a snooze fest. 
And you've heard how we roll. The Healthcare Wrap, what you're listening to right now is Exhibit A. We don't do boring. So if your content, your special event, or your strategy is getting stale, let us help you give it that spark, that rhythm, that new life you're looking for. Ulterra Digital, marketing forward. Okay, now back to the podcast, right? Because it's pretty legit. Such good stuff. You know what? We don't tend to drill down that far and really think about that side of it. We, we typically, it feels like we're just in in firefighting mode so oftentimes when we think about reputation management. So that's a great way to think about it, that that's just as important and that that can really, if we're talking about how this can impact care itself, that that's one way to do it, is just to simply share those reviews with the providers themselves. So uh, really cool thing. Is, is there anything else about reputation management just in general, like the state of it these days or kind of like what's, what's trending here uh, that we haven't discussed yet? Yeah, I would say, you know, one other thing that I'll mention is, you know, we see there's the ratings and the reviews and a lot of people just look at the star ratings, but the meat and the value that's in the unstructured comment, there are things that come through like thoroughness of exam, uh, friendly and caring attitude, all these different aspects that occur and that are mentioned in reviews need to be, you need to excavate those and point those out. There's going to be most of the comments about a provider are, are positive. But there are other operational values that you can get from the comments that can impact health, you know, your, your hospital or your clinic uh, scores, patient experience scores. It could impact, positively impact revenue. So we encourage people like go beyond just the ratings. Look at the comments. Even in a negative review, there will be a quote unquote negative review. There will be so many positive things that come out of it. So you know, it go beyond just the star rating and look in depth into the reviews. And there is, you know, we found that uh, many of our customers where marketing maybe did not have a seat at operation are utilizing data that they extract from the reviews to be able to go to operations and say, hey, we have some operational issues here that we want to get uh, addressed. We're going to see, I think we'll, this will positively impact our business. And um, they're getting insights that are able to encourage them to make operational changes. So those are some things that I think, you know, going beyond just the, oh, man, I got a one star and just leaving it at that. But like, well, what did the person say? What are they doing? And the service recovery part of it. But then what do I share with operations or what do I share with the revenue cycle folks, you know, about the billing? Because they're complaining about billing. Is there any way that we can help marketing can help you all communicate the bill in a more effective way? You know, how can we get involved? And so it's really you know, you can leverage these reviews to get more involved in operations and make operational improvements. What a good way to kind of put a bow on this part of it. Just really thinking a lot more broadly than we tend to when it comes to reputation. So perfect way to wrap up the rap battle. We'll move on to keeping it real. Keeping it real. Keeping it real is really our chance to broaden our horizons and think about marketing a little differently, to find opportunities to do more to help healthcare. It's our opportunity as marketers to really do more than just focus on on acquiring new patients, isn't it? We have the opportunity to do so much more and actually impact care itself. And so that's my question to you, Aaron, is what's one thing marketers can do better to improve healthcare itself? Uh, you know, from a standpoint of marketers are given such a awesome opportunity to be almost a broker of connecting the amazing services that they're representing in their health system and connecting to the patient in need. And so from my perspective, the marketer is given an enormous 
opportunity to instill trust into the patient and potential patient in their health system. So through messaging, and this may be a no-brainer. Well, of course, this is what marketing does, but marketers look for the opportunities. Go in as unbiased as possible into your website and into your physician profile and just do a gut. Does this inspire trust? Does this profile inspire trust? Does this picture inspire trust? Does the, the content and the links and everything that's happening, the user experience, does it instill trust? And making decisions and improvements that always instill trust in the, the end consumer uh, and the potential patients. So there's takes a little bit of just feeling you know, and your own. It's a little bit subjective, obviously. But I think that if you take and do that exercise, you'll find so many opportunities to make minor improvements. Maybe it's just a wording. Maybe it's just a phrase that you rephrase in a physician bio. Uh, maybe it's a phrase you you change on the homepage or an image. But you know, trust is the the name of the game. And so I'm all about doing anything that we can to improve that trust. Oh, fa- man, fabulous. I don't think it's ever, I, I haven't heard it wor- phrased that way. And I love that. And, you know, hopefully this this interview itself uh, inspires trust out there, right? With our listeners, you know, that that's yeah, really the yeah. name of the game here. So, man, thanks so much for your time and your perspective, Aaron. What's the best way for listeners to reach you if they want to connect with you? So I'm easy to find on LinkedIn, Aaron Clifford. Uh, pretty easy name to spell. Just look for the bald guy uh, with glasses. Or you can visit binaryfountain.com. But uh, really appreciate you having me on, Jared. Enjoyed the conversation and appreciate everything you're doing for healthcare marketers. You're doing great work. Oh, well, appreciate that. And thanks again for your time, Aaron. For those of you who are tuning in, don't forget to join the posse. Keep listening. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Leave a review if you haven't yet. And be sure to tell your friends. Healthcare Wrap is an Altera digital production and a member of the podcast.healthcare network. So on behalf of Aaron and myself, Keep marketing forward. Thanks, and that's a wrap.